0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Extra Point Podcast. Today is Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. Glad you're listening in. It's right in the middle of Christmas or Advent season, and I'm excited on this episode of the Extra Point Podcast to bring some further insight into a verse from which Travis preached last Sunday. Uh, Pastor Travis focused on the portion of Luke 2, in which the angels, of course, share the news of Christ's birth. And it's that final verse that uh, we focused on that promises peace. Um, and, and Travis, of course, in his uh, main point, clearly and so beautifully exhorted us with this truth that true peace only comes from the Prince of Peace. And he accurately noted you know, that, that peace is a personal matter. It comes from the person of Jesus. He also mentioned that this phrase, um, peace on earth and goodwill towards men, is one that's translated differently in various versions. Let me read it for you in the King James Version. Here's how the King James translates that last phrase of verse 14. He says, uh, The verse says, Glory to God in the highest. Now, here's the part that's different than what we have currently and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. That last part, those last four words, goodwill toward men, it's rendered differently in newer uh, translations, such as the ESV, the CSB, the NIV. Um, They word it like this. Here's the ESV, the one we currently use. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom He is pleased. And there's a substantial difference, and so I ask myself... Uh, years ago, and even just every, every Advent season. You know, what's the difference and why? So let me see if I can explain it for you. What's the difference and why? How we arrived there? What's behind it? And even perhaps where I land on these two different translations. I want to warn you, this could get a little technical, um, but I trust it will be intriguing and helpful. First of all, let's just clearly understand this, that the last four words in the King James, "Good will toward men... Or, I think in the ESV, the CSB, the NIV, and so forth, it's more than four words. It's among those with whom he is pleased. Uh, It's only two words in the original Greek text. It's the word for men, or anthropos, a different form, of course. That's just the nominative uh, case of it there. But it's the word for man, anthropos, and then the word for favor, or goodwill, Now, from a technical point of view, the reason there's a different translation, and it's a substantial difference, we would would admit that, is because of a variant in the manuscripts. A variant means that one set of manuscripts uh, differs from another set of manuscripts. And here's the only difference. In the original text, it's only two words, man and then favor or goodwill, but the word goodwill... Has one extra letter on the end. It's the Greek letter for S, which is sigma. And it does change that last word a good bit. Here's how it changes it. Again, I'm being a little technical, but just kind of hang with me. It changes the word from a dative to a genitive. Now, of course, in the Greek language, you often um, can understand how things are used as they're used with other words. In English, we'd say there has to be agreement. And so because the word man in, the, um, in one set of manuscripts is a dative, then that makes the word for goodwill a dative. That's how the King James uh, takes the manuscripts, and there's no S in that one. So they see it as a sense of direction. That's a good word to use. It's goodwill towards men. However, the other manuscripts which have the extra letter, the sigma or the S— it now makes that a genitive, which is really uh, the issue of source, okay? So in the first case, it's one of direction, goodwill towards men or favor towards men. The other makes the word a genitive, which would be a source. In other words, it's the goodwill um, of God. It's the favor of God. In other words, it's the favor of God and from God on God's people. So there's a much stronger sense of source. Um, I could even use the word beginning of of where this comes from and where it's intended to go. It's from God, it's for His people. And that simple one letter, the S, which changes it from a, a sense of direction to maybe one of source, we'll say, uh, has led those translators then who took that set of manuscripts to translate it as uh, peace on earth among those with whom he is pleased. In other words, his favor uh, is directed towards those that are his people. And so that seems you know to be different than just peace on earth, goodwill towards all men. So there's the technical side of it. It's all because of the addition of one letter that exist in some manuscripts and not in others. Now, while we're still talking in technical terms, know this, there are more manuscripts that don't have the S in on the end of that word. However, there are earlier manuscripts that do have the S. And so, as you think about, uh, you know, analyzing textual evidence for things in the original language, you have to you know, take both of these, there is some legitimacy to the amount of manuscripts that have um, a certain translation, and there's uh, some significance to the uh, date of manuscripts that have certain evidences. So there's good evidence for both of these. I'll be frank with you, it's a difficult, uh, uh, we'll call it court case, to decide. Uh, There are more manuscripts that have the have no S, but there are earlier ones that do. And so you have to kind of then go to context, you have to kind of go to the the narrative that you're looking at specifically, even the wider narrative or the meta-narrative of Scripture. We'll kind of get to that in a moment when I share with you kind of where I land on this. Just know that technically, we'll even use the word scholastically, the difference is from one letter, and it's because it's in a set of manuscripts uh, and it's not in another set of manuscripts. And the King James used the set in which it was not, and they arrived at goodwill to men, more of a directional type of emphasis. And the ESV, NIV, CSB, and others used the other set of manuscripts, which does have the letter, changes it to more of a source idea, that it's the goodwill of God upon God's people, and He owns it and He dispenses it. Now let's move on away from the technical and scholastic for a moment. Let's just talk practical. Let's just speak about the plain difference in the renderings. I mean, we would all admit and just say clearly these phrases sound very different. One sounds somewhat generic, like uh, peace on earth, goodwill to men, like everyone just kind of benefits. The other one sounds like there's a specific set of people who benefit. It's those on whom God's favor rests. And so when you look at the point of Christ's coming, and earlier verses in Luke that talk about uh, mercy to God's people, redemption um, for His people, when you look at even other verses that talk about God's favor, I think you are um, an honest, can we use the word critic, an honest critic would say that while there is a generally good uh effect to Christ's coming. Yes, that is true. Christ's coming actually has the greatest and most specific pointed uh, effect for those who believe. And in all frankness, there really isn't peace for those who reject Jesus. I think this is the point of Luke 2, that he is the prince of peace. And true peace, eternal peace, lasting peace, is only found in Jesus. He's not just another option. He's the only way to peace with God. Paul would echo this in the book of Romans, that we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so I think a look at the general context within Luke, as well as the meta narrative of Scripture, It brings me to this conclusion. I line up more with the rendering of the ESV, the CSB, the NIV. I line up more with the rendering that does contain the the Greek letter S, the genitive um, um, uh, understanding, the source understanding, that God here is sending Jesus, and He is the avenue of peace and favor and of God's gracious goodwill And it's especially applied and specifically applied to those who believe. And that's um, the uh, coming of Christ in its most full and clearest understanding. And so I'm not saying there aren't uh, common grace effects to Christ's coming. Sure there are. I think in one translation or one scripture, this idea of the rain falls on the just and the unjust, the, the sense being there are... Uh, there is common grace for people in general in God's creation, yes. But the coming of Christ and the peace that it brought is a specific type of peace that reconciles us to God the Father. And Christ is the only one who can do that. He's the only mediator between God and man. It's my prayer this Advent season that you will be among those who believe and thus be in that group of those with whom God is pleased. And how is God pleased with us? It's through His Son, Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace.